0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future
1: of Radio. Future of Radio. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here.
2: Funemploymentradio.com. I am just hoping no one saw what.
1: I don't know know what it is that you
2: did. I know because I honestly I don't really feel like even talking about it. It's one of those things where I kind of wish I could just undo. Okay. And that I hope that no one that I know saw me in this act.
1: (laughs) I want to know because Greg left and came back and he was like
2: kind of discombobulated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it may be one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. (laughs) It was, it was, it's right up there. It's right up there. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> oh I am Greg God. Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And of course, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live and subscribe to the live stream for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Yes. So why not try it out? And as we've said before, and maybe you didn't hear us the first I time. I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, I don't Rick. know if we've mentioned that the Fun Employment Radio Network Party is this Saturday, <laughs> oh February God. 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater, and you can get your... <gasps> tickets now from our website at funemploymentradio.com for only five dollars they'll be more expensive at the door so get them ahead of time yep ten
1: bucks at the door ten bucks yes. at
2: the door so tell everyone
1: everyone we want you guys to get the best deal possible we had to um you know charge higher at the door we have to cover a lot of costs in order to get this amazing space that we have right so uh hence hence why why it's a pay entrance yes
2: yeah uh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you can get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Get them today.
1: Go there and pick them up. Why a dilly dally? Uh, no need to put it off any longer.
2: Indeed. And there's going to be a lot of things so that are going on at the party. And one more thing that we did want to announce, too, and we just confirmed this today, is that one of our fine sponsors, Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne, they are going to be... Uh, so, so, part of what's going to happen is when you... Get your entrance when you when you go in. You'll be able to pick up a raffle ticket, and we'll have different prizes. We will be giving away throughout the night. We have some awesome things we're going to give away. And uh, one of our sponsors, Asylum, has a fantastic like Asylum gift. Gift
1: pack. Which, if you've ever been to Asylum, you know how awesome the stuff is in there. And they have decided to assemble some a pack of like some of their coolest stuff. Yeah. And so we're going to have that as a giveaway that everyone who goes to the listener party has a chance to win.
2: Absolutely. And that, that along other with other things. Yeah, yes, many other things. So more and more reasons to come. February twenty second. Do the party. Also coming up on today's show, we're going to be joined by Brad the Car Guy. Now, for you uh, longtime listeners, back to the Rick Emerson days, you know the name Brad the Car Guy. And for those of you not well, he's he's Brad the Car Guy. He's been a That's longtime funny.
1: friend of ours, it's and he knows he knows stuff about cars. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. And he works so with cars, and he drives famous people around, and he does lots of car things.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's going to be great. So he's going to be joining us here in just a little while now. All right. I feel like I should explain what this is, just so I can get my shame out of the way.
1: Oh, and real quick before we finish talking about the prizes, uh, Aaron Duran just confirmed uh, that they have huge prizes in Brid- uh, Bridge City Comics and Guardian Games.
2: Oh yeah, for the for the, yeah uh, he name just the confirmed yeah. Awesome, fantastic. So all these amazing things that are going to be happening at the network party, we are so excited. Woo! So excited for it. Um, but yeah, let me let me get my shame out of the way here. Okay. So, yeah. What so happened? I feel like I can only go up from here. All right. So behind the scenes. We are our studio here in wonderful southeast Portland. Um, Sarah and I, you know, we uh, we frequently drink quite a bit of coffee before we do the show. We sure do. And we forgot to pick up more coffee. So we, we make it here at the studio and then forgot uh, to pick up some more. So there are some wonderful establishments near us.
1: <laughs> One and of which is a very nice, fancy coffee shop. However, they only serve their coffee in very, like, small... So is that where you got this from? Because this does not look like it's from there.
2: No, no. The, so, so... We, uh, we were out of coffee And I decided to walk down And go get uh, You know Pick us up some coffee to And the, the storm by the way To, to the really nice bad outside. Yeah, <laughs> Storming outside I took one for the team And And uh, I walked a few blocks To this place And I went to order uh, Coffee at this fancy place And they don't do coffee to go In anything bigger than 10 ounce Glasses, 10-ounce, like, cups. Oh. That's not enough coffee for us.
1: That is definitely not enough coffee. I need at least double that. That is not enough. Before the show. Not even counting during the show.
2: And uh, so I was trying to be the classy guy, going to the classy establishment, but <laughs> 10 ounces was not enough. So I I actually turned around and walked back out into the pouring down rain. And on my way back, I was like, well, we do need coffee and... There is another place that's kind of on the way back to the studio and um,
1: Oh god, are you talking Is this Bikini Coffee? I went I went to the it Bikini didn't, It didn't smell like suntan lotion and sadness. <laughs> I didn't think
2: that this was Bikini Coffee. Well, I went to the Bikini Breeze place, but here's the I'm thing. Saying, because I was walking back, you so it was walked. pouring down rain, I I didn't oh. I didn't go back and get my truck. I actually walked so the Bikini Barista, to explain this, it's one of those little stands. There's no inside seating or anything like that. It's just a big, it's just like a kiosk.
1: It's just a, st- it's a, it's it's a, a built-in a shack. shack where it's a, a girl shack. is
2: standing in her underwear. It's a <gasps> bikini shack. Did, can you walk up? Y- <laughs> oh. I was the guy standing out. It's right next to a very busy intersection. I was the guy standing out in the rain, uncovered, walking up through the drive-thru at the Bikini Barista in order to order coffee. I was that guy today. You were
1: standing out in the rain.
2: I was standing out in the <gasps> oh, rain. Oh, there is standing. the walk-up
1: side. And the walk-up side faces the very busy intersection,
2: right? Yes. <gasps> oh. <laughs> So uh, well, I had no choice in the matter. We had to we had to get uh, caffeine, and we needed something bigger than ten ounces. And so, yes, you know, there's like I'm a, just saying, there is like there're convenience stores everywhere too that sell coffee. Well, it was it on the way back. This just made sense because it was on the way back. I was trying to be logical with it. I didn't want to be out in the rain longer than I needed to be. And uh, yeah, I was I was the dude standing out in the pouring down rain. I'm soaking wet because I stood there. While they were changing shifts and ordered coffee at the stand-up window. Even the girls in the bikini barista, they even looked a little bit ashamed about what I was doing. And they, stand, they serve coffee in bikinis. And no, in, in bikini- bikinis. In their underwear, for the most part. Some of that, too. Some of that, too. Whatever. It works. It works either way. And I, they, they like hardly even talk to me. They're like, oh, hi. Because I think they were uh-huh, expecting a car. Oh, look at you down
1: there. Hey, little hey, little wet guy.
2: What's like, going on? Uh, what can we get you? And uh, you know, and I said, I, I just wanted two like sixteen ounce coffees. Is what we ended up getting. What I ended up buying. And then they just pretty much ignored me the entire time. They didn't even talk to me. They, they were like switching shifts. Like even they, their job is to stand there in bikinis and, and talk serve to you lonely and flirt men with coffee. You. Usually lonely men in cars. They wouldn't even talk to the lonely guy walking up to get coffee in the pouring down rain. It was it was one of those moments where I'm standing there out there, you know. And, and it did you almost about, like float outside of your body? It took about five minutes, maybe <laughs> maybe a little longer for them to get it. I don't know whether they had to brew more coffee or what it was. Like I said, they weren't talking to me, explaining what's going on. So yeah, it was one of those moments where you're sitting there, like, okay, here here I am. This is this is me. This is life now. Here
1: I am. This is what <laughs> this is my life. This is what it has become. This I'm is what my life has become.
2: <laughs> I'm the guy standing. In the rain, ordering coffee from a bikini barista at a busy intersection where there's all kinds of people driving by, busy, busy people with important things that they're doing.
1: Oh my god! And you're saying there, and I'm sorry. And Greg, and Greg things- sometimes we've talked about Greg's dressing. Sometimes, and Greg is a Greg is a good dresser. However, he's wearing his Oregon State Beavers hat. So you look kind of like a bro standing out there,
2: okay, with your with your sport gear hanging out. Uh, All right. Well, that part I think is far less than just the fact that I was I was standing out in the pouring down rain, and it was it was one of those moments where you just kind of take a second and you're like, okay, all right. So this this everything that I've done in my life leading up to this, this is where I am. I am I am that guy now. You are. It was it was it was kind of a low point. Did anyone honk at you or anything? No, nobody honked at me. Thankfully, but I was standing right there. And the thing is, because anybody could have been driving by that recognized me. When you're in a vehicle, at least you're kind of uh, a kind of uh, you know a little bit anonymous. People can't exactly see you. And this is uh, this was, this is the kind of thing. This is I, I was the guy. Standing Clearly, right you there. must have been batting there a thousand. No, if, the,
1: if the bikini baristas are, are was, judging
2: you, there was no anonymity because of the fact that <laughs> there I was. Uh, there I was.
1: It's so. being asked. Did your high water pants at least keep you stay out of puddles? Keep you staying? Out I did of puddles. not
2: have high water pants. Okay. So it, it's low enough. Low enough that uh, that I, I, I'm just saying I've kind of hit bottom. I think there's only I can only go up from here. Okay. I can only go up from here because it's it's been a kind of a combo of a, of the a last 24 hours. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it all out there. Okay. So so in addition to that yesterday. I think I terrified. Um, I, I think I terrified a little girl.
1: Now this. I got to see. It was (laughs) amazing. It's like something out of a movie that you had to... Like, it seemed like it had to have been planned. Yeah. And it just happened. It happened. It unfolded right... It unfurled right in front of me.
2: So... You know, as you know, we have different shows here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and there's a key to get to the studio and all of that stuff. And you can, um, you know, basically we pass it off to the different shows. And last night, Accidental Housewives was on, and Royal from Accidental Housewives was going to swing by my house and pick up the key card. Only I forgot I did, I wasn't going home. We, were, we have so many meetings going on. Mm-hmm. So we had a meeting, and I was like, I'm sorry, man. Just come by and swing by and pick it up here. And so I went outside to stand on the corner and wait for him. And, uh, was as did I, because I went out to help yes. Greg,
1: because we, we were on a corner, so he could have been coming from either direction. We didn't know which way he was going to be coming from.
2: And we're, so both, <laughs> we're both standing there. And um, so I'm, I'm looking in cars, because I don't know what, what kind of car Royal drives. And so as these cars go by, and they're stopping at the stoplight, I'm kind of kind of looking in. He's I probably peeping. Look, He's it, peeping in. It, it did. It looked like I was peeping a little bit, but I was lightly peeping as I was looking around, <laughs> trying to see if Royal was in one of these. And um, that's when this... This guy pulled up and he was kind of looking the other way. And for a second, I thought he was one one of my coworkers at Digital Trends. When I when I go down there and work at Digital Trends, I thought it was my buddy Bill. He <laughs> kind of looked like Bill, and his head was kind of turned the other way. And so I just I instantly leaned down. I got excited because I wanted to say hi to Greg. Bill. Didn't just lean and- down.
1: He kind of took a step off of the sidewalk toward the car and <laughs> kind of leaned down to. Peep into the car, and lo and
2: behold. I did. I like got really close to the window. I don't know why. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, Bill. And so I started leaning into the window. And then I looked at the guy, and he he was looking the other way, and I realized, oh wait, that's not Bill. And then I looked to the passenger seat and there's this probably a ten-year-old girl just staring directly at me. Terrified! I had like looked past her because I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even notice her. And she's just sitting there terrified with these wide eyes, like, uh, like she was trying there to was, say no, something. No,
1: because Greg was starting to, like, approach the car that was stopped at a stoplight. And I'm looking at Greg. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? That's not royal. What is he doing? And I see him kind of take a step toward it, And then I look, and there's a little girl in the car. And Greg totally looked like he was going to kidnap this girl or something. It was like,
2: <laughs> and the guy never even looked over The at guy you. never saw because he was looking for <laughs> traffic to turn right. So the guy never saw it. was just this poor girl then probably trying to explain that there was a scary man that was looking in the window at the corner and...
1: Daddy, why is that little man looking at me through the window? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> she did have a terrified look. She didn't she even look at terrified me. Look. She was just looking
2: at Greg like, what, what well, are you doing? My, I, I, was, I don't know what I was thinking because I got right up next to the window. Because for some reason I was just so sure that was Bill. And and once I realized it, that's when I looked in it because I, I didn't even see her at first. I was looking straight past her, and then I just looked down and I, like make eye contact with her. With this teeny little <laughs> face, poor, and the
1: this little, this little face girl. of innocence, like, uh, what are
2: you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh my!
1: Needless to say, I laughed and I continued laughing for quite some time. Yeah,
2: so I've been ba- I've been swinging, a, you know, basically batting a thousand here. <laughs> it's just been home runs left and right. So seriously,
1: those are her formative years. She will probably Edwards pointing out she'll probably fear pedestrians the rest of her life. Probably. That's totally true because when you're like 9, 10, if something happens well, to you that's remotely have... scary, that's when that's when shit sticks with so you. So it's going
2: to be my face that this little girl is going to associate with scary people for the rest of her life now, or at least for the rest until she grows up. Like, it's going to be me. That's what's going to be associated.
1: Oh, my God. Oh,
2: boy. Wow. People are
1: saying add this to the Greg is going insane pile. <laughs> It is. It's like a, it used to be kind of a, a rocky slope. Now it's becoming more of a slippery yeah. one. You're kind of slipping down that slope.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind feel of like I can like only go up from here. So, <laughs> um, but thankfully, this is happening now. It's all gonna be. It's all gonna be ramping up for the listener.
1: party. Well, Greg, so. I don't know about you, but for me, I take a, listener party for, to me isn't just a one day thing. Clearly, we've been preparing for it for months. But I have a full on listener party week. Regiment. Okay. Now, do you do the same thing? I wanted to know. I don't know what you mean. Like, do you start to, like, you have to get all your ducks in a row and you start to piece together, like, for example, what are you going to wear?
2: Oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't thought that far.
1: You haven't even thought about that. No? Yeah, you've been too busy concentrating on your rhymes right. that you haven't even thought about it. But see, like, for me, as a lady, I need to figure out all my shit. I need to figure out what I'm going to wear. I, I, I spent last night dyeing my hair. That was my first thing I've also got to, I'm also on a Listener party diet This week
2: <laughs> Because one week Is gonna make a difference what, One uh, week
1: does make a difference
2: what, what is your listener What is your diet No
1: beer And nothing No delicious food
2: Okay What do you mean No delicious food
1: Like no food That's actually Like food that's good for me Not food that tastes good I know <laughs> people are gonna say Oh food that's good for you Could taste good too Bullshit Okay Show me a vegetable That tastes like pizza And we could talk All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm doing that. So I have my, but unfortunately it's like all rainy outside today because I'm going to do like, I want to try and run like an hour a day and I'm going to do some of my, uh, but I I can't run outside today because it's pouring. So I think I'm going to do my, my seven step shuffle. And then I also have my, uh,
2: the seven step shuffle is Sarah's patented exercise routine that she does in her studio apartment by herself stomping around.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. People are asking, uh, are you going to use that special makeup and skin cream before the show? I did buy,
2: I might've bought some self tanner. You're going to spray on self-tanner? I,
1: it's not spray on. It's By new the, and improved. Doesn't it's it's kind wipe of... on. You can wipe it on. Okay. A, it's Oregon. It was on sale at Fred Meyer, discounted from
2: $9 to $1, so I'm sure it fits. It works totally well. Okay. A, it's Oregon. Nobody's going to believe that you're actually tan, naturally tan here. This is like as white as you can possibly get is being in Oregon. Yeah, but I'd and... rather be
1: a, a, a darker shade of pale. Okay. By the way, also, just so you know, I, I had to return some makeup that I bought the other day because their shade that was, it didn't even have a number on it. Like, say, for example, I know you don't know makeup, but like, no. Uh, like, say, zero is like, uh, like super pale and like 10 is like super dark skin. Okay, zero
2: is albino and.
1: Yes. So yes. I got my albino makeup. I got my zero, zero, like zero, zero, zero light slash pale makeup, got home, put it on. It was too dark for me. Okay. I had to actually go back and get a translucent one <laughs> that's supposed to be used as a face primer, like something that you're supposed to put underneath the makeup that's supposed to be your skin color. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it's the stuff that you put on. It's like the foundation stuff I'm showing, Greg. Like, foundation, for any of you that don't know, is, She's like,
2: rubbing her face liquidy no stuff idea. that you can put on your face to make you look like you have now, less flaws than you do. What exactly kind of self-tanner did you get? I mean, is this like a spray
1: stuff? How does no. this work? No, it's awesome. Well, I told you I found it in the discount bin, so I'm sure it was just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: sure it's going to be fantastic. It was
1: selling so heavily that they felt like maybe they need to give some of us, you know,
2: right. dollar the shoppers. Stuff just this side of the company recall. Which, okay. by the
1: way, I didn't know this. I I spend I spend my fair amount of time, you know, at like Fred Meyer and such. Did you know that they oh, have a that, dollar... Are you
2: bragging? Is that what that is? Oh,
1: I'm just telling you. I'm I was sure telling that. you a secret. <laughs> Did you know that they have a dollar section?
2: Uh, no, I did not. They have a secret that.
1: section that's buried in there that, like, has bins full of things that are being discontinued and stuff. And they sell them all for, like, huge discounts, like 75% off. Like, you can get, like, kinds of food. You can get different kinds of, like, makeup. Uh, like, I will makeup not be and-
2: buying food from the discount bin. Mm-hmm. That is one thing where I will, I, I will definitely not be purchasing. Probably not any um, topical ointments or... Well, uh, makeup or anything along those lines either or discount medicine. Those things are probably things that if they're discounted, <laughs> there's probably a good reason for it. Keelan's uh, saying, "Sir, haven't you learned enough from putting cheap topical shit on your skin?" No, Keelan, because
1: what I have learned is that I can't put expensive topical shit onto my skin. Because every time I try to up the ante and class it up a little bit, that's when my skin reacts. It's like, oh, you bought a super expensive face lotion? <laughs> We're gonna have you break up, break out like a teenager. No. You bought some like expensive uh, eye, eyelash mascara stuff? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give you a giant sty on your eye. That that's what's going to happen So
2: you're going to be orange for the party This, is what, you're, this I, is what you're going for
1: I am going to be orange
2: I love how you know that's what it's going to do too I you do You know it's going to turn you orange Yep But yet you're still going to do it
1: I'm going to do it Because maybe if, I, if my skin's so orange Then it'll distract from my eye Which will distract from the fact That I didn't properly dye my hair And it's a whole bunch of different colors Which will distract from the fact That I'm not going to be able to hit my goal weight In four days <laughs> All of it's distractions
2: that's all it is. It's all illusions, everyone. That's the uh, secret to a network party. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, now I feel better about myself. So
1: oh, I good. I'm so nervous. glad. I'm glad. I no, I help do you actually. Out.
2: I'm kind of. I'm kind of picking it up a little. bit. No, now.
1: that's real great. I'm real great for you. <laughs> and so now all I right. did actually. Well, when I was there really quick yesterday, I did buy because I had to throw away all my old eye makeup. So I did buy some new eye makeup in hopes, in hopes upon hopes, that I might be able to wear it on Saturday. Because
2: Sarah has a sty, so Ugh. you can go look at her sty if you want to.
1: Seriously, Greg.
2: Well, I mean, that's the reason, is it not?
1: Do you talk about my sty behind my back?
2: We all do. And I thought so. Everyone does. There's a whole there's a whole Twitter thing, a hashtag Sty, and where everybody talks about it. Sarah Sty. All right. Well, there we go. We've exposed our shame to you. We will do this also at the network. Bar wow, I'm so excited on, uh, about that on Saturday. Um, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh I know yeah. Brad, the uh, car guy, is going to be joining us here in a minute because I have I have an update. Something we haven't done for a while in Ball Talk that I really want to do today. Okay. Yes. All right. Something that I'll be excited about? I think so. I think everyone would be excited about it. Let's just say I think a certain former star athlete might be a fan of Dr. Science right here on Point Appointment Radio. All right. Oh. I'm Greg Nebler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's uh, It's small balls, potpourri balls. I do have this. This is an update about... Uh, Mr. Lamar Odom Now Sarah, do you remember who Lamar Odom is?
1: I do He was the basketball player whose life went to shambles after he married Khloe Kardashian
2: That's pretty much exactly it mm. Yeah. So uh, he is a former, I believe he was an all-star He was sixth man of the year Lamar Odom used to play for the Lakers and the Clippers among other teams like the Miami Heat um, Used to be actually a pretty pretty good player He was a, he was a pretty good player uh, Not a star by any means, but a good player And then he married Khloe Kardashian Married into the Kardashian uh, household and ever since then It's all just kind of Gone downhill Giant it, shit show He had the reality show I think it was Lamar and Khloe Or Khloe and Lamar Or something like that And uh, now I believe They're broken up Lamar Odom And Khloe Kardashian Are broken up Lamar Oden Kind of went into a, Allegedly like a drug thing I don't know Just kind of spiraled down mm. The thing is Now He can't even play In the NBA He's been sought, Signed by a team In Spain Called Laboral Kutza K-U-T-X-A. K U T X A. cut, Kutsa. Kutsa? Kutsa. I don't know how you say that. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Laboral. So, anyway, he's playing for Laboral now. He is uh, confirmed that he is signed with a Spanish team. Not even good enough to sign with an NBA team. Oh, so there we go. That's too bad. And uh, the uh, update on Lamar Odom, but maybe that's his way to, you know, kind of ramp it back up and mm-hmm. get back in there. Um. Moving on to Baltak, of course, Sarah, there's a thing called the Olympics happening. Oh, no, really? I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Olympics are taking place right now in Sochi, Russia. More and more pictures keep coming out, too, about uh, about the hotels and about everything else that's, that's happening to the journalists. Oh, yeah, all the horrible things. Yeah, and about how completely un, uh, unprepared that um, that basically Sochi was, mm-hmm. that the Russians were for this. And uh, there's also, though, some actual athletic competitions that are going on. There's uh, there is the figure ice figure ice skating. That's how you say that, right? Okay. Figure ice skating, ice skating figures. Is that what like, it's like the fancy pairs? Kerrigan it's where did. Where they dance? Oh, like the dancing pairs. The, okay. the dancing pairs. And there was an American pair who actually won one of the competitions, but there is scandal a brewing, according to a certain scandal. country, and. I'm sorry. I know we have a lot of uh, these countrymen who and country ladies who will be joining us at the network party, but I have to say, there has probably been not been a more whiny team so far in the Olympics, at least in the press, than the Canadians. The Canadians are once again complaining about how the um, the Americans won it. They believe that the Canadians should have won the figure skating. They're saying they're they're bringing back up the idea that the Russians and the U.S. are uh, in cahoots to. To give each other extra votes, which, quite in honestly, hoots, I, like I kind of hoots. doubt that the Russians and Americans are going to work together on anything. No. I really don't see that happening. I really don't see a Russian vote. If anything, it would be the opposite. I could see the two of them voting down the other country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the Canadians are saying that uh, the Okay, so here's what they wrote. This is a big article that came out in the Canadian newspaper. The U.S. has never won an ice dance championship at the Olympics. Obviously, the judges have decided it's time. That's how they do it in this sleazy game. They too often take it out on the hands of the <laughs> skaters. I'm not a homer. Right, this is the Canadian writer. I'm not a homer. What's a homer? A homer is somebody who just writes about their home team and constantly roots for their home team. Oh, okay. Mike, for your comparison, Mike Rice is very much a homer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's paid by the Blazers to broadcast, but... He it's always pro Blazers, okay, to a ridiculous level. And uh, this guy, this writer, it's it's a very long article. It's probably a probably a three page article about how it's messed up that the Americans won and that the Canadians didn't win their didn't win the championship. Mm-hmm. So that is what uh, the Canadians are doing now. This of course follows on the idea that they also thought they were getting cheated out in the bobsled.
1: Oh yeah, because like it didn't make any sense. They thought like they had frosted the course or something
2: yes yes they they thought that the uh, Russians would turn up the cold maybe they did maybe they didn't but regardless the bottom line is come on you guys are doing just fine at the Olympics they have a lot of medals mm-hmm. they've won a lot of competitions they're they're great winter athletes. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, I'm just say just so, uh, just keep your opinions to yourself. Yes, but
1: uh, Rick Rutherford said in the chat about the Olympics, Sochi is like the Fred Meyer one dollar bin of the Olympics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> excellent, that's an excellent reference. That's good. That's good. Uh, what is doing good though is the uh, Canadian hockey team, of course, the men's hockey team undefeated so far and moving into the quarterfinals, which starts uh, tomorrow morning, I believe, seven a.m. Pacific time yeah, or four a.m. Pacific time. I don't, it's it's very early. Um, that. Uh, that's going to be going on, but so uh, so the hockey teams will be playing tomorrow. U.S. and Canada both moving on, both undefeated. Oh, so who knows? Could have a showdown, showdown for the gold medal. Uh, moving on in ball talk, we've got uh, we've got a couple other things. So this is another story. It, 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 we'll dive back out of the Olympics now. Um, that I I haven't really spent a whole lot of time covering. I talked about it in the very beginning when this was going on, and it has to do <coughs> with. A guy named Richie Incognito and in the Miami Dolphins. Now, do you know what this story is? I don't know if you remember, because I, I only briefly talked about it.
1: Was well, he the guy in the locker room who was bullying?
2: Yeah, so this happened. It, it all started last year when one of uh, Richie Incognito and, uh, and Jonathan Martin. Jonathan Martin was one of the fellow linemen for the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Martin had like a meltdown and just left the team. And then slowly it came out. There were all these allegations of actual bullying and like really, really like racist things that were thrown at this guy Okay, and pretty, pretty bad stuff, pretty bad stuff that was thrown at Jonathan Martin. And it was just too much for him to handle. And he left. Well, the report finally came out about this and they implicated Richie Incognito and two more of his fellow players uh, as being the instigators and the bullies in this situation with Richie Incognito being the leader. And that is his actual last name, by the way. His last name is actually Incognito. Okay. And if you take a look at this guy and I'm you try not to judge people by their looks but this guy looks like a meathead asshole. He just Richie Incognito. He, look up his picture I am and you right just now. tell me if you can see <clears> him <throat> being anything else. If it let me just ask you if it's shocking oh my to think God. that he might be a bully.
1: Wow, that guy is a big hunk of stupid.
2: Yeah. Well, he's been he has been uh, yeah, maybe you can post a picture in the live chat yep. for people. And um oh yeah, it's mentioned that he looks kind of like a shit apple meth head. He does have vague Vague uh, meth tendencies. Yeah, well, well, I don't know about him. In actuality, he vaguely looks like some of my meth head neighbors. Actually, I can kind of see that. Uh, that My meth head neighbors are a little bit skinnier, but they do look a lot like that guy. So he uh, he came out on Twitter talking all about it, and he's never he has not taken responsibility. He feels he is being you know pasted in this corner, and that Jonathan the world's Martin against the worlds against him. Worlds against him. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Martin owes him an apology, and he posted he posted a bunch of things on Twitter and then said he's leaving Twitter and then of course he came back and started posting really really amazing things Uh, what was he he posting well he posted this he said uh, I would like to send Jonathan my apologies as well until someone tells me different you are still my brother no hard feelings smiley face Now, the report clearly shows that he was the instigator on the bullying. Jonathan Martin wasn't the one. Mm -hmm. Richie Incognito, there are text messages and and voicemails that he left of an extremely racist nature that he directed at him. But he's basically saying uh, Jonathan Martin had no hard feelings, buddy, after he uh, bullied him. Um, (laughs) He also went on to say, uh, let's see, I want to let everyone know I'm in good spirits. I'm looking forward to playing again one day. Um, He said, if you could not defy me in 140... You could not defy me in 144 years, let alone 144 pages, Mr. Wells. Thank you for your hard work and dedication. He's directing that at the 144-page document that came out, you know, implicating... Oh, I thought it was going to be like some
1: kind of Twitter thing.
2: This is all on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is all what he's posting Okay, so
1: that's the reference. Okay, gotcha. Uh,
2: Then he went on to fire his management on Twitter. Um, He posted two at them. You're fired. How the fuck does this... Does John even still have a job? John must have been an agent, and he was talking to the agency. So he's having a complete meltdown. And the thing is, it's actually kind of fantastic to follow it. He's uh, his his uh, Twitter handle is sixty eight incognito six numbers six eight, incognito. So you can follow him on there. And uh, he's starting to remind me, minus the racist aspect, but I'm just talking mm-hmm. about the crazy aspect. Of a certain someone, we've been fans of reading uh, tweets about here on the show. Oh, I haven't heard from him in a long time, and I hadn't either. And I think it's time that we kind of go back through the archives a little bit for the through the last month and give ourselves a Jose Canseco update. Oh, that would be wonderful. What do you say, Sarah? All right, I even have some new music for Ho- for reading Jose Canseco tweets. Cool. Uh, in case you're wondering, this is the instrumental tribute to Burt Bacharach. Do you know the way to San Jose? Wow, kind of in-depth things we do here for the show. All right, Jose Canseco says it's not too late. Due to some cancellations, we have a few more spots open for his baseball seminar he's going to be putting on. Okay, so I kind of want to give you some of these just to show you the context he posts to his daughter at Miss Canseco come visit your dad obviously the best way to maintain communication with your is via Twitter via Twitter <laughs> he then goes directly into this the polar vortex is easily explained he follows that up with the poles are shifting morons Directed at no one in particular mm-hmm.
1: Unbelievers Disbelievers
2: That's followed up with The North Pole is heading to Hudson Bay Jose Canseco on good authority Saying that the North Pole is going to Hudson Bay He then said The children of your children will not be New Yorkers That's oddly specific Oddly specific Well I guess when the polar shifts, Oh there won't be okay any North-
1: There won't be a New York Alright this little AI situation
2: going on here. It is, and then he he then says, "We will finally get Atlantis back when Antarctica thaws." I'm reading how he spelled it, Antarctica. We will finally get Atlantis back when Antarctica thaws.
1: So wait, Atlantis is hidden in
2: Antarctica. This is according to Jose Canseco. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. So we'll just leave it at that. I know we have to move on, but that was uh, briefly for today. Maybe we'll start to do some more of these. I would like to. These are your Jose. Canseco. I like how because
1: since These. they both start with pole, mm-hmm. like he thinks that they are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: there we go. We'll head out with Jose Canseco, and that concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: <laughs> oh, he is so glorious. Yes, I never get
2: tired of him. Oh yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see, is Brad... Yeah, he should be here any minute. Any Do you want to minute? take a quick break? Uh, well, actually, let's uh, let's talk about one of our fantastic sponsors. Yes. He's going to be at the network party. So um, this Saturday, February 22nd, in case you didn't hear that the uh, first time we mentioned it... Um, uh, of course the network party they're at the Hawthorne Theater and one of our fine sponsors Metro PCS is going to be there and yes. they're going to have a whole bunch of like swag and stuff that they're going to be giving out like actually really really cool stuff mm. so you definitely want to hit them up and talk to them and of course Sarah and I are both customers of Metro PCS they're a fantastic phone service that's kind of newer to the West Coast newer to the Portland area mm. but you're starting but to you're see them but you're seeing it everywhere yeah you're yeah. seeing them everywhere because they're trying to get the word out about the great service that they have and essentially it it's this their their baseline rate for unlimited everything text internet all of it four G
1: including taxes including charge any charges anything
2: all of it final price no hidden costs forty dollars a month for service month to month no contract it's really pretty unbeatable like yeah. I, there's there's nobody else offering this this kind of service and I've been using the phone because right now until I transfer over my old number I kind of have two phones mm-hmm. for a little bit oh I do I I tested it out when I went downtown at the because uh, I was working at the bank tower where Digital Trends is. And I was in the basement there and I tested out the service. Verizon, no service in the basement. Metro PCS, full 4G. Yeah. I, honestly, it completely worked. That's cool. It completely worked. So it's pretty amazing. And I definitely suggest everybody checking it out. You can go to metropcs.com slash metro. And if you go into one of the stores, wherever you go into, whatever store, let them know you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio because they do keep track of that. Mm. And it'd be uh, it'd be awesome. And you're doing yourself a service and basically... Saving a crap load of money I mean really It would be yeah.
1: Actually I'm getting ready uh, To do my transition this week Because I've, I'm i so tired of Verizon I just kind of stopped paying my bill I mean I'm going to pay my bill But they've totally ch- So I've been using the other phone And I like it even better Than the one that I've been paying An astronomical amount of money for Perfect Yep
2: Absolutely Win 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 Alright um, Yeah let's go ahead and take a break Because I know Brad's going to be here In a minute And we'll be back in a second With more Fun Employment Radio Alright I said minute and second there. Yeah you did You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Haffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it.
1: I think there may be some swinger action starting to happen in the chat.
2: Is that what? What really?
1: I don't know because uh, our friends Katie and Norm from Texas were not in a swinging way, but offering for Bean and Celt to be able to stay if they can't find a hotel room on Friday. So,
2: so people from the Fun Employment Radio Network listener group are now uh, hooking up.
1: But n- I'm not saying hooking up. I'm saying f- the friendships. Friendships are being established. I'm s- somebody else in the chat said like, "Uh oh, be careful of the swingers." You are
2: not required to be a swinger to come to the network party <laughs> on Saturday. We'll just put that out there. Sorry. Whatever Brad. Happens, whatever happens <laughs> outside
1: <laughs>
2: of that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined now by Mr. Brad Boyer. Aka Brad the Car Guy. Hi, how you guys doing?
0: This is a long
1: time. I here. know. Well, we got to hang out with you a couple of weeks ago before snow. Snowmageddon. Yeah, again. Yeah.
2: yeah, and uh, and we
1: were going to have you on to talk about like how to drive in the snow and what to do if your car was damaged in the snow, and then you got stuck in the snow, so you couldn't quite get here because you were stuck in the traffic. I, of I, I got high. stuck
0: for four and a half hours, but it was great. I had seat warmers and satellite radio and. Bluetooth and iPhone. I was set. Oh, wow. I just kind of hunkered down and just figured it's going to take forever to get home. Didn't see, do anything stupid.
1: See, and that's a, that's a, something that you can tell people, like to keep your temperament calm because everyone's trying to get someplace that they think is equally or more important as, you know, where you're going.
0: Because where they're going is more important. Of course. Well, that's true. Of that's course. always true. I was it driving is. behind some jerk-off guy yesterday who, you know how they do the cop, they want to be a cop, so the lane merges on the right-hand side. So they're going to be halfway over into the other lane to make sure nobody gets over. Right. So I'd had my fill of it. I just, when he pulled over to do that, I pulled up right behind the car in front of us. The guy had nowhere to go. So he had to pull in behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt <laughs> empowered for like 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> so you're totally like, I was going to say cock-blocked, but I guess car blocked him. Car blocked him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so Brad, you do a lot of different things. Are I you- do. I have a few different hats, but forever I handled all the press cars that got to the media and it was probably one of the coolest jobs ever. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not sure I appreciated it at the time. But when I had boys as they got older and car driving age, I would have a warehouse of about thirty or forty cars. I worked for the manufacturers. My job was to get them out to the media, both print and electronic and have them do car reviews. So I had to go out every night and pick out a car to test drive and make sure that it was in good shape. Wow. That's, <laughs> That's how I overchipped substantially with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I picked her up in the S600 Mercedes, and for a week we were driving that. and I remember when you were recording your wife. Absolutely. Yeah. I recorded her at Dante's. You so did. I set the bar pretty low. I
1: know. <laughs> See, nowhere to go but up after that. That's right.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, we got married, and it's sort of she was – she kept figuring out where's the money, where's the cars, and now she's driving a Chrysler Pacifica. It's like, is oh, good? what's the deal? No, it's not. Oh,
1: good. okay. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: She's still looking, trying to figure it out.
1: <laughs> oh. so I live my
0: life, in, you know, trade out. Yeah, that's how I live my life. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm perfect Portlander.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. You get to drive all the fancy ones, and then you drive your whatever it is that you drive home. your exactly. PT Cruiser. The, no, no. Uh, no, no. The, <laughs> I know that that's a bad car right They're <laughs> not
0: bad it was demasculating if you had to drive that okay but the <laughs> new I found out that the new PT Cruiser really is the Kia Soul yeah I got to test drive that car and I thought okay this is the the Scion XB kind of comparable vehicle and I start looking around and they're all people my age driving the car and so, this is not good. <laughs> but it's what it is. It's an easy car to get in and out. It's, it's got flexibility and it's got a little styling. Well, that's to why it.
1: people your age have that car, that's then. That's right. Yeah. It's easy right. to get in and out of. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> got to be careful on those old brittle bones of
0: yours. Big time. <laughs> that's why I like my minivans.
1: <laughs> I know. So, Brad and I have been friends for over a decade now. And <laughs> when he came in, he was first talking about Disney movies. And then talked about how much he loved the minivan that he was driving. I'm like, this is so much different than the conversations we used to have. Well, I
0: used to hang with Richard Nunn. So That's that, true. You know, you do that. That's a whole nother story. Oh,
1: any old-time Portlanders, uh, Richard Nunn, the weather guy from the WB, he was amazing.
0: Good guy a party Speaking
1: weather. of swingers, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll have to get him to the listener party.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. It's uh, it's a little too close, I think, now at this point. Because he's
0: all the way across the country, isn't he? He is. He's the weatherman down in Florida. Yeah. Ah, or so if you're listening in women. Florida, maybe you'll maybe you'll see Richard Nunn. No. You never know. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh it was a great gig and then uh through a divorce and a few other things I kinda parted ways with that company, started a little side company called Carcierge. Which I thought was a brilliant name. I it's like that name. It's a car concierge, but nobody could spell it or do anything else. So I still have the domain name, bradthecarguy.com. That gets <laughs> Everyone people.
1: remembers Brad Carguy.
0: <laughs> so the, the derivation of that was fun with Rick because I, I, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to get the cars to Tim Riley. <laughs>
1: oh, I forgot to about new that. To do car reviews. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tim, did, Tim was driving all those fancy cars. He I was. forgot.
0: Tim Tim's not much of a car guy. No. I don't no. Yeah. <laughs> and he and after the first couple of reviews, he would get on and take the Monroni or the price sheet. Well, I've had the Nissan Altima. It's about uh twenty two thousand. Really nice car. That was it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it. like Rick and Tim and I are both all like just people who use cars just for transportation. Like don't give a shit. Just like, all right, just
0: point A to point B. <laughs> and that's you know, cars are much more than that. I know. Well, the then guy's
1: I've never had a nice yeah. car, so that's, yeah,
2: well, that's and that's why. true, and I haven't either. That's why it was so awesome testing out all the
0: cars. That so the what did you show. think? Did your whole persona change? Oh, yeah. You felt like, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, Greg,
1: you should have seen him. Like With I each mean, car, his head like, got a little bigger, particularly right. with the super fancy one
2: we drove at the, the end. The Cadillac
0: ELR, the electric Cadillac. Did you drive uh, that No, one? we didn't drive that oh, one. Oh, too bad. Yeah. He was so No, because there was a the line for that one. Yeah, so that's the Tesla competitor. It's got a range of about 380 miles. That's awesome. No, we drove, uh, I think it was the Cherokee at yeah, the end. Yeah, the new Cherokee yeah. is Fantastic. Yeah. And then the first oh, one we drove was, awesome. was a little purple car. The Mitsubishi. Yeah. yeah.
1: That one, what was it called? It was a, uh, what was the name of the, uh, like Passion Purple? Or uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Was that it? Passion Purple? You did get some it? video of that, didn't you? Yeah. There's video of it. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yes.
1: yeah. There's video <laughs> I of it. It'll live on
0: forever now. I know. Oh, yeah.
1: And I got a picture of him looking manly sitting in the little purple <laughs> car, too. <laughs>
0: well, which that's a real man who can look manly in
1: that. Right. Car. Well, and what we noticed, too, when we were driving the cars is that, is this something that's normal? Do cars not have keyholes anymore? very few that is so weird
0: the push button start is the that's, way to go that's pretty standard now yeah wow so the, how yes, do yeah, they I, know
1: so you have something on your key it's ring the that sensor has and a so sensor if you're
0: inside the vehicle it'll know if you're standing outside nobody can be in the car and push that button you got to have your foot on the brake push the button and it starts there's actually technology where if you have an existing vehicle they can program that in now, so you can do the push button start outside your car from inside. If it's super cold out, mm-hmm. you'll just hit the button; it'll start the vehicle and warm it up for you. Which makes sense, especially if you're like in super cold like region of the country or something like that. Like yeah. last, last week,
2: week. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Or like true. last week, yeah.
1: So that's fancy.
2: Yeah, that I don't is... understand
1: this fanciness you speak of, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> My car hasn't been running for like a month. <laughs> I need to. So, what was your favorite that you drove? Well, I didn't drive any of them. I oh. let I let Greg drive as because a I get as a it, passenger. I really liked the second one whatever one that was that was the one that Greg kept like he was would not the stop Toyota talking Toyota
0: Corolla yes. yes it was the new Corolla and they're shockingly big aren't they yeah. it think a Corolla as this tiny little car mm-hmm. and the the little smaller cars have really gotten to be mid-sized. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of room in it. It was oh, every minute, I, Greg I would be like, yeah, awesome Like he wasn't.
1: I wasn't even in the car anymore as he was driving. He was driving. He's like, "Yeah, I, I, I'd take one of these." Yeah. And he just kept driving. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd drive yeah. one of these." I'm like, "Yes, Greg. We all. I, I know. <laughs> we
0: all meet. Like, it, was I probably, know. it was
2: probably about thirty-five degrees out, but I had the, I had the sunroof down. Yes, I was rolling around. Oh yes, yeah. you did. Yeah,
0: the, the really amazing thing, like some of the Kias, even the perception of Kia is that it's this cheap cheap car, but nowadays it is a remarkably sophisticated vehicle. They just came out with a K900, which will compete with the 7 Series BMW. It's about a $68,000 car, but every bit as nice as that vehicle and about $30,000 less, but you bring it all the way down to some of the other vehicles, and they have... You know, all the different technology you just took up your phones and yeah. all the different <gasps> Yeah, one features. of them had
1: a computer screen. I think it was the second one that you could see, like, the cameras on the back where you were, like, parallel parking. I know this is, like, old hat to you, but I was very <laughs> excited. Brad's just looking at me, like, really? <laughs> You're talking about technology that's existed for 10 <laughs> no, years? No, <laughs> I, got, I got very
0: excited again to go back to the minivan. It was the <laughs> Nissan Quest. It has a split screen backup camera. So you have half the screen, it's just your straight up backup camera, and the other side is a 360 view of your vehicle. Wow! <gasps> so as you're backing up, it not only saves lives, but bicycles and skateboards and everything else that might be around you. Damn. Very, very cool technology. And that
1: is awesome. Uh, you get spoiled. I have you, a tape deck in it. my car. Did I tell you that? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> That's as fancy as my With your car.
0: pencil to make sure that know. it rolls. Back I do have up. power
1: windows, though. Don't mean to brag.
0: Pretty, Excellent. pretty amazing. Yeah,
2: if it's running.
1: Yeah, if it's and it's not. Yeah, so maybe not.
2: So with your with your Carcierge
0: service, which I think that name's awesome. By the way, I think that's good. I do too. I'm a fan of that name. And so there's a term I have coined after doing this for a number of years. Portland is a I call it a good enough town. Everybody, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's good enough. Yeah. Nobody really wants or will pay for superior service, and it's hard to have that mentality. This is what we provide, yeah, and then sort of do a half-assed job with it. That's just not how it's going to get done, right? So, but with Carcieres, we do anything car-related. I can do help you find a car, get it detailed, some of the electronics if you want to do some features mm-hmm. on your vehicles, and even destination management kind of thing. So, if you have an event coming to town, I've done the logistics for the Floyd Mayweather fight when it came to town. Wow, which was pretty fascinating. Like, what what are the logistics that you I had to be in charge of everybody coming in and getting them from the airport to all the different locations. Wow. I had It's called hurting the cats when you do with the fight. Yeah. Because we had the first six days where the fighter's coming in and the entourage. So we picked Floyd up with three SUVs and a party bus. <laughs> the SUV's for his luggage. He's only here for a week. Wow. We were told, bring a bunch of cars. And he had to have a limo 24-7. Just on standby waiting on for him. Just on standby waiting for him. And then we had to put a stripper pole in the party bus. We had to do all that. And <laughs> it was
1: required? It there was, was a-
0: required. When you're talking to Leonard, his manager, you look at him in the eyes. You go, hey, yes, sir, whatever you want. Yeah. And then you figure out how to do it. And so so you said yes had to do before you
1: figured out how to do it? Yeah. So you had
0: the, the entourage and then the girls and all that stuff up front. And then about two days before the fight, the wives came into town. So then the whole vibe changed. You take the stripper pole out. They demanded the vehicle. <laughs> they had to go shove it.
2: <laughs> so then they'd have no idea that there was a stripper pole in there? No. Wow. That's funny. Plausible <laughs> deniability. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: You know, making sure underage girls are not on the bus. That was another yeah, job. And if they
1: are, making sure they're not seen. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I would never No, we
0: were very careful about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you guys
2: s- had to have somebody carding for people
0: coming onto so the we bus. We had a couple of times where it was like, how old are you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I need some identification. Absolutely. Well, one of the things you do, too, is like, so the, you said Floyd Mayweather, but you, but you also have driven around a lot of celebrities. Like you, I remember a few years ago, you were driving around Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, I forgot about Natasha. N- oh, she was I, great. I, and I then, didn't, because I was so excited, because you uh, knew I was a fan of hers. You're like, Sarah, I'm taking her here. I'll, I'm going to invite you. Brad was very nice. like, I'll, I'll invite you to this thing. You can come and meet her. And she was just the, she was sickeningly gorgeous. Oh, she and was And just beautiful. so nice. And one of the,
0: I, I forgot completely about her. She was just gracious. And a lot of times... They they want to go somewhere, or they want to feel the city, or they want to do something. And for her, it was a casual little event, so it wasn't a big concert. Mm. And she wanted to go to lunch, and I said, well, I've got a bunch of friends going to this art museum. It's first Thursday. Come on down to the Pearl. We'll... And she goes, oh, fantastic. So I took her down there. And uh, on the way, she had just gotten word from her agent that her song went to number mm-hmm. one. Wow. I
1: remember that. So she
0: was so excited. I mean... You know, And then you get to do some pedestrian drives. I do a lot with uh, limo companies, and I'll drive some people around in a limo. What's really fun about that is not even sometimes the celebrity, but just the regular people. Mm-hmm. You get to realize you're part of maybe one of the greatest nights of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who gets in a limo one yeah. time. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah.
1: That's a really cool way to look at it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really fun. And you take it in that perspective. Uh, it's a lot better than being jaded, and you're tired of sitting around. Mm-hmm. You just... Kind of amp yourself up. It's pretty good. Yeah. But some of the, I mean, the biggest celebrity probably was Lady Gaga. I've done that a couple of times. Really? A
1: couple of times. Yeah. So technically, I get to say I spent
0: the night with Lady Gaga (laughs) (laughs) because it was an all-nighter. Really? All-night? Like, what do you mean? Well, it was after the concert and the one here in town. The one here in town. This is a couple of years ago. Okay. So we we have to wait for the breaking down of all the sets which is really a fun ballet to watch of c- trucks coming and going 26 semis I remember and going, yeah. loading and unloading and I remember we actually saw
1: them loading in for that show because yeah, they we were was working,
2: working for the Blazers yes, yeah yeah, with all of those semis. Yeah. I know, I, I know, all the concerts that we saw go through there while we were working for the Blazers I think that by far was it the was most it was the biggest yeah. people I were camped
1: with. out yeah. Like, I remember they were camped out all night we, we, oh, I yeah, got there's stuck behind little little with, like Lady Gaga's yeah got mm-hmm. stuck behind her tour bus
0: a lot of dudes in wedding dresses lots yeah. of guys in wedding so dresses so there were yeah. 18 tour buses on top of the 26 semis got to see her trailer it was a 1.8 million dollar trailer Oh my wow. so they, they leased these for the for the trip marble floors queen size bed full showers satellite HD TV. It was just spectacular. Wow. Like so, better than any hotel oh yeah. I'll ever <laughs> stay in. So after the after the event, she wants she's actually flying out to New York for some award show. And she's with her D bag boyfriend at the time who was like a <laughs> Russell Brand Wannabe guy. <gasps> oh, I remember seeing
1: pictures of her with a like a oh. shitty shaggy guy. Oh, he
0: was just a tool. And <laughs> it's so we she wants to go to a bunch of just dive bars. So I obviously called Jan and go, where should we go? Yeah. To take Lady Gaga out to a dive bar? Yeah. That's awesome. And then she changes her mind. We go all these different places. And then eventually it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. And they have to be to the airport at 6 in the morning or 5.30. So we just park over by the airport. And an hour and a half later, she gets in the car. And now it's 5.30 in the morning going to Portland. with her security guards, we made two trips to the airport just to be sure that there was no – slip ups it was easy and I yeah. tried to explain it's 5.30 in Portland Right. You're, yeah. you're fine yeah it's she shows up in a black piece see through like body stocking
2: <laughs> 6 inch
0: heels and a black leather jacket right and I thought perfectly maybe a little overdressed for 5.30 in the morning for Portland <laughs> that's a guess she gets in the car She you know her, her stilettos are up in my ear you know her feet are up here but she was super cool and what was interesting, they're flying to New York, so all the pictures that I then see, you know, on the websites and everything are six hours later. That's her arriving. Oh, in so the she outfit. She was in her arriving outfit. Gotcha.
1: Okay. So that made sense
0: that's after true. that That's just She can't really
1: change on the plane, I no. guess. I'm surprised that she would fly commercial.
0: It was she I guess that was of, a couple first, uh, first class. Yeah. She was actually in commercial with that? Wow. Yeah. Well, the last time she was here, just this last tour was really fun because we got to be backstage and sit at the side of the stage and watch the concert oh cool and watch the dancers come off and go on and and that whole again ballet of movement is so organized mm-hmm. and i that was when she was hurt so she hurt she canceled her oh, tour yeah. shortly after that super super nice i mean really really nice and that time i got to be on a private jet so that was good oh her my g5 God. so we loaded up bags and my niece who works for kind Bar, uh, gave me a couple of cases of that so they were thrilled so. oh, you know who we get some f- value added service
1: oh, you know who else is a friend of Lady Gaga's
2: <laughs> hi it's your girl Lady Gaga and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler
0: <laughs> very nice I, I, she's really smart I actually love her
2: yeah I, I mean I didn't get to hang out she came to the radio station when I Perfect. was on jamming <laughs> and, uh, Hi, so it's your girl, Lady Gaga, <laughs> and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler. She was really nice. She was really <laughs> quiet, though. This was before, I was think. Just um, Dance, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Just Dance, I think, was her uh, only hit. And then Poker Face was just coming out. So the, uh, the
0: uh, who was it? Melissa over at Clear Channel told me the story that they did a deal when Poker Face came out. And they did a, a listener party, a listener thing where they could play a hand of poker with her. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, she was, went from that to insanely crazy yeah. big in nine months. Yep. When she was at the studio, she
2: was leaving to go play that poker game, that exact thing, that poker face game. And she was playing at, um, what's the small ball- ballroom on Burnside? Um, Bossa Nova? Not Bossa Nova. Maybe it's not Burnside. Uh, on, it the on the east side or west side? On the east side. It's one of the small ones over there. You've, if you say the name, I'll know it. But okay. Anyway, it's like a Bossa Nova size. Okay. Yeah, really small. And that's where her
0: concert was going to be that then And literally nine months later. Yeah. It was, she's the biggest thing
1: on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Lady yeah. Gaga
0: at that point. I mean, it was yeah. crazy, crazy. The not, I guess it's Lady Gaga talk all the time here. I it's guess so. But she, <laughs> Just keep so going, the, Brad. The first night I mean, it, the outfits were fantastic. So the first night as we're leaving, the first concert, she's got the Daisy Dukes on and a bra, and that was her outfit for going out, which I respected. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you can rock so, it, yeah. So she's two hours late coming out later than we expected. There was a good 150 of the little monsters stand, still waiting. And she got out of the vehicle and spent a good 20 minutes with all of them, got in the crowd, took pictures, did Aww. everything. So, you know, we've been around a few different people, and that was, I was very impressed with that.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: But is, is there anybody you weren't impressed with that you can talk about for celebrities? It's up to you. Uh, actually, everybody's been pretty cool. You expect celebrities to tip. But they don't – you know, the big-time celebrities, mm-hmm. they just aren't used to carrying any money. Oh, okay. So it's the guy living in Southeast who's going out for his one night for his wife's birthday that tips better than they ever do. Mm-hmm. Oh. They, don't, they don't really – they're not dialed in for that. That's true. Nobody. Everything's just That's done for true. them. And the best tippers are the people who get tips. Yeah. Mm. So if you're taking bartenders out, you'll get a tip. And similarly, I – We'll tip somebody handsomely,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> more so. Uh,
0: one of the other car services we do, and we were talking about the snow, to completely change subjects. Yeah,
1: are you sure? Can you incorporate Lady Gaga into it in some way? <laughs> I could. So if you're driving her around,
0: <laughs> and somebody hits you in it with their car, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's there's a misconception with people that the insurance adjuster who you're calling. Uh-huh. So if somebody hits you and you call their insurance company and their adjuster is working with you, they they may be very reputable people and very they they don't work for you. Yeah. They work for the insurance company who pays them a salary. This Greg exact gone- scenario just
2: happened to me. When we had like that quarter inch of snow, not this this time, but a couple months ago, three months ago probably, we had like a quarter inch of snow and I got rear ended at a stoplight.
0: And yeah, I uh, I talked to their insurance company. They were they did they were not very helpful to me. <laughs> no, and that's that's the element that I'm finding. Carciers just really has found its way is to be the advocate for the person who has been in a wreck and needs somebody to take care of it for them. Because I could take it from talking to the insurance people, making sure they get the rental car they're supposed to, taking it to a shop that's not beholden to one particular insurance company,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the law states that you could take your car to any body shop you want. Mm -hmm. So many times the adjusters will try and guide you to their shop. Right. And at that point, you've lost control of the repair. And it could be aftermarket parts. The state of Oregon, fortunately, requires that on the estimate, they have to put on there that um, they're using replacement parts. The replacement parts are not OEM, original Mm -hmm. manufactured parts. They could be from anywhere. And they may or may not be good parts okay i'm seeing greg's head go spinning a little bit yeah and the paint needs to match i you know there's a company in town that advertises a whole lot that um will only do what the insurance company says yeah only pays them i have a guy who had eight thousand dollars damage on his 500 mile grand cherokee brand new sixty thousand dollar vehicle oh the bumper doesn't match the body and he had nobody to fight the fight for him. So he spent hours and hours. And today he just called me and said they just refused to do anything because the insurance company won't play, pay for a match. Damn. So, oh, that sucks. It's – it's kind of. I mean, for me now, it's kind of a fun game. Yeah, because yeah. you're you're fearless when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. Like, all right, yeah. Well, you kn- I mean, if you kn- like anybody who works in an industry, you're mm-hmm. you guys sit here comfortably behind the mic. There's mm. other people who would come in, and be petrified to do it. Right. Some people, the most accomplished people I've dealt with, like people who've run for office and presidents of companies, who have completely been pushed around by an insurance adjuster. And it's just shocking to me, but it's not their milieu. It's not what right. they do. Yeah. And they just think that I should do exactly what they say.
1: So this is part of your job. People can actually hire you to
0: deal with yeah, the Yeah, and they that... actually don't have to hire me. I get a small little stipend, believe me, it's small, from a body shop. But you enjoy helping people out. I, I do, and it's a fun deal. And then we do that. You you can showcase your other services that you provide. Mm-hmm. But the – you know so the most fun is just – Taking taking it um, to the insurance companies in a way making sure it's right because
1: I hate confrontation. I if anything like that happened to me, you would be the first person I'd call. I would not want to deal with that.
2: Well, see, and I don't mind the confrontation, but I don't. It's like you said, I don't know the industry, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Almost, you know, and I don't know what my rights are, what they aren't. You know, I have no idea.
0: So and you have a lot lot more rights around. You have a lot more rights, and then there's another element. It's Oregon law. You've got six years to do this for property damage is diminished value on your vehicle. And that's a whole nother thing. So if you've got a two year old car, somebody puts six thousand dollars worth of damage, it doesn't have to be that much, but they've tweaked the frame or done anything. Now you're when you go to sell your car, mm-hmm. instead of maybe getting twenty thousand for your car, it's gonna show up on the Carfax report or whatever element you need to disclose there's frame damage, that car may now be worth five thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars. So you've lost five thousand dollars because of the accident. So wow. So th- the insurance company owes you for the diminished value on your vehicle.
2: Damn.
0: See, I didn't know that. Yeah. and you guys should so should just, just, So if you think about it and you go on to the Carfax Reporter where you're looking for a vehicle and it says no accidents or you look on the Carfax One accident mm-hmm. and it lists a little bit of the information, even in your head if you're not – Really thinking about it, you dismiss that vehicle as maybe not an option. I'm only going to go for the cars with zero accidents. That same thing happens at the auctions when the dealers are buying cars at the auction. It'll they'll have all that information there. They'll bid less on that vehicle, so your car is worth less at trade-in. So you lose right. that money. So it's no, another element that you really yeah. have it's scary to know. It's nice not to drive much, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah it kind of is. I've been living in fear though because my car has been parked in the same spot. Like when it was snowing, I'm like someone's going to just plow into it, and I'm never going to find out who it is. No, that that's tough.
0: Yeah, is when when you don't find out. I had a I had a hit and run thing where a guy on a freeway just changed lanes because he saw he was in the carpool lane, wasn't supposed to turned and smashed into the side of me, and then took off. Oh, so I what a him. bastard! I chased him as far as I could go, and then he went up and over a curb and out and. I found out that the woman who owned the van, a van, shocking, <laughs> uh, was in, in jail for drug possession, and whoever was driving her car wasn't the owner of the vehicle. Of and, course. Right. So it was good times.
1: Oh, good times. And I'm wow. sure nothing ever came of it, right?
0: No. Yeah. No. I think, actually, I've got a completely changed subject back. Thanks for my uh, linear thoughts, but it's <laughs> ADD kind of thing. I forgot about one of the, the celebs was Michael Jordan what oh wow really yeah so we spent uh, with that Mayweather fight it was a Jordan branded fight and MJ I had to wait for him out in the the loading dock as the driver brought him up and it was great MJ was drunk along with the guys as they're coming (laughs) to the fight (laughs) and I got to walk him to the front to his front row seat and he got a standing ovation when he came into the arena so it was a little surreal yeah then after the fight he's got his big bodyguards but he's up at the party and um, we got the thumbs up from them. So my wife and I were like on the dance floor and MJ was with this other woman, a, a really nice daughter of this other guy. And somehow my wife, who's six foot tall and blonde, ended up dancing with MJ. <laughs> and, and this other girl and I were sort of off to the side.
1: <laughs> just like, all right, Michael Jordan got my lady. So nice.
0: Yeah, you know, I figured <laughs> that was worth it. That is wow. worth it. But he signed autographs for an hour and just kind of hung out at the party, but it was pretty cool. That is awesome. All right. That's yeah. pretty solid. I would go to a party that with Michael bad. Jordan. So yeah. I got Lady Gaga and MJ and Floyd Maynard. And you just had Freddy Krueger, right? Oh, I forgot about Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> done a few of those. We did uh, Dean Cain last So Comic-Con last year was kind of fun. Yeah. That was more fun. Uh, I didn't get to hang out with Shatner this year. That that would have been, oh, that that been, been, been way years. up on my list. Oh, yeah. I lobbied for that one, but another guy got that one. Uh, mm. But... Dean Cain was pretty cool last year in the Fonz. Have you watched his new uh, Squatch Hunter show? No, Dean not Cain. yet. Yeah, so, he's the
1: host of ten million dollar Bigfoot bounty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horribly embarrassing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he was here as a C or D list celebrity signing autographs <laughs> for money. I think he's a long ways. Was from he one of like the
1: lower rungs, like the fifteen dollar signature or something? <laughs> Instead of like the you know, one hundred forty. There were a few of
0: those, so it was. You work these Comic Cons, and they tell you stay outside, and then the celebrities will come out and air quotes on celebrities and they'll get in the car you'll take them to the venue wait for them blah 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 this one woman came out I had no idea who she was I still don't know who she was (laughs) (laughs) and she gets in the vehicle and I can only assume that she was supposed to be there
1: yeah, or you just gave her right. a free ride somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just walk
0: out with confidence. I took her into the back. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she had been in a band or something. Yeah, it was like right. married to somebody who was somebody. <laughs> See, I'm going to try
2: that next time I'm outside of something there's limos. Just walk in with confidence. That's oh, how star. I've gotten backstage at shows. Wisconsin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's how you can get backstage at a show. I mean yeah, it's it just, true. Just look like you know what the fuck you're doing and be like, mm-hmm. are you supposed to be here? It's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. Make them feel
2: like... Why are they? No, questioning Kevin me? said that I'm supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, talk to. Don't talk to me. Talk to Kevin. Yeah. All right. I can get into any movie theater. How free? Well, one, I'm old, so who's, <laughs> and people so don't one suspect you. <laughs> a fifty-seven-year-old guy sneaking into a movie? <laughs> and then you, and then I have a whole thing if I feel like it. Just I do it for fun, really. <laughs> I I make sure I mute my phone. Nothing more embarrassing than having a fake phone call on your phone and it rings. Right. So mm. you got to mute it. First key. Cool. You carry on a conversation and you say, okay, where are you sitting? Why, come meet me outside. Just bring me the tickets. No, I'm right here. Just bring them out. Okay, I'll come get them. And then you walk in. You're having this phone call. So you do anything with confidence you can get. I them. am
1: not doing that because that's illegal, but I'm totally doing that.
0: <laughs> that's
2: awesome. I don't know, though. He might be able to get away with it more than I get would. away with a lot. <laughs> I've gotten away with a lot, haven't I? Uh, yes, you
0: have. Yes, you have. <laughs> I didn't get away with one thing one time, and it was at one of your old listener parties with mm-hmm. Tom Likas. Uh-huh. And we ended up going to Saucebox with a bunch of his producers and, you know, the guys and the little chippies that were there.
1: <gasps> I remember and this. And one of your
0: guys from the station was there. He he went out to take probably One of the, the, s-
1: the sales guys or sales something, guys, right? Yeah. He went out
0: to take probably the fake phone call. Mm-hmm. There's 20 people at the- Table, none of whom now are part of the station. They're all his peoples and chippies. This guy leaves, the tab comes, there's nobody left to pay it. <laughs> so I have to come up with the, the money for this.
1: Brad had to pay all of Lycus's bill and all of his like groupies and stuff. Wow. Yeah.
0: And then I tried to present it to the salespeople. Well, we would not have authorized that. So,
1: oh
2: that. my, God. oh, so you got, God.
0: Screwed. God, I mean, I got screwed. That
1: was so that awful. Sucks. Didn't even
0: get a chippy out of the deal either. Uh. <laughs> oh,
1: damn. A chippy is that a groupie?
0: Yeah, a chippy. Well, A groupie, I like that. A groupie is for like a real talented person. Okay, and a chippy <laughs> is for for that next rung down.
1: <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> So I'm you incorporate guys that will that have groupies account. at the listener party. Oh, that's so nice oh. of you. I thought you were going to say chippies.
0: No, no. Now, no. are you going to be there, Brad? <laughs> Absolutely, I'll be All there. right. Are you going to bring your lovely wife? I think probably she's going to be at home. Okay, gotcha. you we have children.
1: You do have many children.
0: No, Well, yeah. I've, the older ones don't count anymore. They're yeah. technically adults. They've
1: been phased out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they don't receive any more compensation. So.
1: Wow! So, just uh, people are asking for clarifying in the chat. So, you never got paid back for that?
0: Never. Oh, How God, much no. was it? Was it thousands of dollars? No, it was only. Th- well, only at the time it was only, but that's a different economy. Yeah, uh, three hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. That's wow. a significant wow. amount a of, of money. money. I mean, technically, it only cost me one hundred and twenty-five because I wrote it off <laughs> as an event. Innov- you know, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> but still you had to come up with that right there. That's... I just hope I don't get audited and it says Tom Likas on there. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, oh, uh Brad, what's your website again? It's it's Carcierge.net, C C-A-R-C-I-E-R-G-E, so A R C I E R G E, so car concierge, carcierge.net or Brad the Car Guy got Brad the Car Guy dot com. Awesome. We'll get you and then do any of that and then all the other myriad of things that we can do. Awesome, that's cool. So we'll wine find tours, bread and then, even then wine p- tours and some things like that. Um, and I'll ask, do some driving for Jan from Barfly. Nice, which oh, cool. is a whole different.
1: It's <laughs> a whole element. different scope, huh? yeah. that's a
0: whole nother level of professional drums. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. You're, you deal with many different kinds of
0: levels. Yes, and I did a Valentine's Day, and I thought Valentine's Night was going to be pretty quiet, and it's not going to be crazy. But they were drunk when they got in the car, three couples, and they were shooting Patron, and it was a long wow. But it was fun. I mean, it's fun.
1: (laughs) I know, because you had actually text messaged me, and I was super busy at the bar that I was working at. And you were like, hey, I'm coming your way. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you where I am, because it's already a shit show here. Because it was just packed full of angry women. Oh, perfect. It was just angry Valentine's Day dateless women. It was Awful. And you were like, oh, I have a bunch of drunk people with me. I'm like, no, no more. I can't do it with any So
0: to extend my time.
1: Yes. The, the, you can't hear the The, the one closing, guy that. He can just. He'll talk
0: over I'll the closing talk. music. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear it in it. Is <laughs> the guy we need to get on. Okay. The show comes back on. And I promised it to you before, but we'll get Mark Paul Gossler on Because <gasps> I actually stayed friends with him.
1: Oh, are you still friends with the guy who owns the Chateau Marmont?
0: Uh he not the guy who owns it. That guy owns the standard and things like that. Okay. But uh, uh the woman I knew real real well ended up marrying Gary Busey. Oh. Wow. Oh. Huh. That's Stephanie who worked at the chateau. Okay. And she she called and said, So hey, I'm uh you know, I'm leaving the chateau and pregnant and you know, getting married, blah 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 and, It's like, well, who is it? Would we know him? Well, yeah, you'd probably know him. (laughs) I said, oh, that doesn't sound good. An actor? Yeah. This sounds like notorious sort of. Yeah. The comment was, well, it's not Gary Busey, is it? (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so.
1: I would (laughs) love to talk to Mark Paul Gosselaar. I know.
0: He's a huge, huge car guy. Yeah. And I'm trying to get him up here to go ride motorcycles. He's a big, big motorcycle guy, too. Oh, that would be cool.
1: Yeah, one of my friends is a writer on this show that he's on. What are the, the, the
0: Franklin and Bash
1: Franklin and Bash yeah
0: it's a fun show mm. yeah he gets to be shirtless the whole time I so also I've just
1: watched him in one of my favorite Lifetime movies ever 1995's <laughs> Dying to Belong where he plays a nosy newspaper reporter just throw out investigating that. the Greek system throw out that
2: fact <laughs> when you meet him <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mark Pogastler do you remember the one time when you were in that Lifetime movie? <laughs> oh
2: god wow alright send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com give us a call 503-575-9120 don't forget taxis and here get your taxes done by h and block yes and let them know that you heard about them from fun employment radio
1: oh god we're one day closer to the listener party <sighs> brad you can't heckle me during my
0: stand-up who's the beer who's the alcohol sponsor oh will we'll talk about that
2: oh good okay <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys are fantastic thank you brad BradthecarGuy.com. we will be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio Bye. Go.